Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends, so thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. You are listening to the new man beyond the macho jerk and the new age wimp. Your host is men's coach, Trip Lanier. Have you ever caught yourself fantasizing about the future and then felt guilty about it? Why don't goals provide lasting fulfillment? And how is it possible that deep down, you and your enemies just want the same things in life? Today, we're gonna listen to a group coaching call where I recently did some teaching around the purpose of our fantasies. Whether you're into exotic fast cars, harems full of adoring women, or being the best at what you do, We're going to drill down and find out what's really driving us so that one, we stay off the hamster wheel of self-deprivation, and two, we enjoy more of the life we already have right now. Just to set a little context here, this recording is from one of the coaching groups that I lead. On this particular day, we were talking about goals, specifically how goals can be rooted in fantasies. One big fantasy is that when we accomplish our goals, then all of our troubles will be over. It doesn't sound very rational when we say it out loud, but our minds get stuck in this trap. Unfortunately, this mindset has us deprive ourselves of what our lives can offer today because we're so focused on reaching that magical special day out there in the future when we'll finally be able to relax or do what we really want to do with our lives. Now, for many of us, The big hope of this fantasy is that once we have enough success or safety or whatever, then we'll finally be free of the uncertainty and pain and effort of life. Phil Stutz and Barry Michaels call this exoneration. And unfortunately, no matter how successful or special or loved we are, there is no escaping uncertainty, pain, and effort in our lifetime. Sorry. It's just the way it is. Now, I'm not saying goals are bad. I just want to help us create goals that aren't rooted in some magical fairy tale. Instead of blindly chasing our goals, instead of losing the present moment in some fantasy of the future, what if, what if we could use our fantasies to understand what we're truly wanting right now? And what if, maybe, what we're ultimately wanting is much, much closer than we could imagine? In other words, What if our fulfillment and happiness wasn't on the top of some mountain or across some crazy finish line way out there in the future? 
Many of us are aware of the things or the outcomes that we want, the very specific things we want to have happen, but rarely are we in touch with the underlying reason or the purpose for why we want those outcomes. If we can slow down and get curious with our fantasies, then we can use them as a doorway to have the experiences we ultimately want. Hopefully, this discussion that you're about to listen to will make these ideas more clear. Let's dive in. Just yesterday, I, we went hiking in this little rainforest nearby. And on the drive back, I saw this guy drive by in a convertible, a BMW convertible. And I thought, started fantasizing about like, when I have more income, I'm going to get one of those Toyota Supras with the target top. And I'm like, oh man, I, and I totally engrossed myself in the fantasy of it. Like what it's going to feel like, what the garage is going to look like with it in there. And, and like, but I got so deep down the road, I forgot like where I was, what I was doing. And it like snapped me back. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> like I'm in this like really nice car. Like it's a, yeah, it's a Jeep Grand Cherokee, but it's nice. Like everything's nice. And it's like hooked up with my high tech sound system and, and my son's in the back seat. We just hiked in the fucking rainforest. Like on an afternoon on a Wednesday afternoon, it was, and I'm just, it made me snap back and be grateful. Mm. Mm. You were in the fantasy of the, the Toyota with the, the Supra, you know, the fast and furious car. Yeah. Okay. When you were in the, in that, in that fantasy, can you describe what you were feeling, right? What it, I get, you were able to like, okay, here's all the, the stuff, right? Yeah, there's this uh, mm. kick-ass stereo. I can feel how the car is in my, you know, underneath my seat. So I'm imagining it would feel what? Like my, my emotional state would be what? Oh, I, yeah. I mean, validated, successful, um, you know, exciting, you know, just like people seeing me in that car and being like, Oh man, that guy, that guy, that guy's fucking made it. Like, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, all of those things come, you know, come, come flooding in. And it's like, and more more so than other people looking at me and being like, wow, that's, that's a, that's a really cool car. Um, that is important. I won't lie. But more so than that, I, I just know that like, even if no one else saw it, I would be thrilled to go to like open my garage and see that shit in my garage every morning and be like, hello, you. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I fantasize about having you for, since I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And it so, would just feel, it would feel like I made it, you know, like how pimp is, how pimp is this that I have this car now? Like yeah. it's a car I always wanted. Now I have it. I rule. <laughs> so what i'm getting from that if if the car was just a let's just think of the car as a proxy right like it's just a tool right mm. mm-hmm. what i'm really getting underneath there that, about you is that you want to feel loved mm. and appreciated and validated you want to feel excitement mm-hmm. you want to feel thrilled you want to feel that sense of pride like like you open the garage it's like fuck yeah yeah yep and and also there's a there's a there's a sense of like i've accomplished something i've this this is a a signifier that i've accomplished something i'm i'm on the path right now but not this says i got there Mm -hmm. 
100%. They don't, they don't go giving that car out to people. Right. Okay. So we went from outcome to the experiences you most want. Right. Right. Now, is there any other judgments in there? Cause I want to, I want to just suss that out. Like it, or does it feel free? Like you've got this car and it's free of judgment. It's like, yes, I deserve this. I, 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 I can love myself here. Free of judgment. But I will say that there is, you know what, digging into it a little bit, there is a little bit of judgment. Like in, I think there's a little bit of like a superiority, not superiority, but like, for instance, you, any, any, any schmuck can go drop, you know, $200,000 on some Porsche GT3 or something like that. Right. And zoom around and be like, yeah, look at my sports car. But to, to find like a, like a mint condition 97 Toyota Supra and have it like beautiful. And it's just one of those like amazing underrated supercars. And it's so rare. I do never see them. So like this rollout in that is like, yeah, I wasn't just a schmuck that went down and bought a Porsche or Ferrari. Like, you know, special, this is special. I, this is, yeah, I'm, I'm better than all that. I don't, you know, yeah, there is a, I'm not just part of the crowd. Yeah. Right. So, so where you're wanting, like the, the place you want to be, right. The, is this, I made it. I've got pride in my accomplishments. I'm fucking exciting. I'm excited. I'm, I'm feeling the intensity of this excitement and this thrill. I'm feeling the love, right? There's a love there. There's a, and it's not just from others. What I'm getting is like, this is where I love myself too. Mm-hmm. This is a gift to myself. Hey, I, I, I did good. And then it's also, I'm not just another scum, you know, douche. I'm, mm-hmm. I know the good stuff. I am not a herd follower. I am unique. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you'd add to that? No, I mean, I think that pretty much covers it. Cause that was right. the other thing when I saw the BMW convertible, I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, but I would do it better than that. I do it better than that. Yeah. I do it my way. Right. If I, if I had that much money, I'd, I'd, I'd do it the better way. Yeah. 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 It's me. This is, this is me, right? This is an expression of me in the world. Okay. It would be easy to say right now as a coach, cause a lot of coaches would be like, cool, let's get you on the Toyota Supra path. Right. <laughs> let's close that gap. So you, in addition to your fancy whiteboard, we've got this, the Toyota in there, in there with a car seat. Right. There wasn't a car seat in the fantasy, but yeah, I, I kind of got like this. So it was, the, it was small enough for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> that was the other thing. Like no Cheerios flying around. This is, like, about, this is about daddy. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So this is like where I get to be me. Yeah. Okay. So if we go a little further, then we can start to look at, instead of saying, I'll, I'll, I can have those experiences when mm-hmm. once, once I do this, what can we look at in your day now to create more excitement? Uh, more of that self-expression. This is me. Mm. More of that. If you're seeking validation from others, well, how could you appreciate yourself? We can start to find ways to, to 
to create those experiences. And I'm going to use the word allow. It's like they're, they're already here, right? It's just a matter of like where we block them. I can't have that yet because blank, right? I'm not safe or I'm not special or we usually block this stuff. So when you start to look at it through the lens of like, okay, what could I do to create that excitement today? What could I do to create that sense of appreciation for myself today? What could I do to create that sense of, I'll use the word autonomy. Like when I think of a sports car, like this is an extension of my body here. I fucking go. It's not an RV. I'm not taking a bunch of people with me. This is where I want to go. I want to have that freedom, that thrill. You guys still with me? How we can pivot from the one day thing. And I want you to have that car. It sounds bitching, but it's also like we can use those experiences to say, Oh, this is what I'm wanting now. What how can I create this now? Well, that was the big snap back to reality was realizing cause, and then, you know, I like, and then like at a stoplight, I saw some guy in a busted out, like, you know, old Chevy or something looking at my Jeep, probably like, it's fucking nice, man. One day I want to own something as nice as that. And here I am, you know, dreaming about the Supra, you know, it's like, it's, it's all around. This is the damn moving, moving goalpost. And I was like, I just took my son to a rainforest and hiked around in what I consider the most beautiful part of the world. And I'm like, I live here. Like it's fucking crazy. Like I, I, what's crazy. What's crazy. Which I, that I got here, like there, it wasn't long ago that I drew, that this was my dream. Like that this uh-huh. was, you know, super was in there somewhere too, but like, this was one of them, right? Like, yeah. oh man, if I could take off in the middle of an afternoon and drive my nice new car to this like rainforest with my son and go hiking in the afternoon and not have to worry about like being at work, wouldn't that be like, wouldn't that be like pimp? I, I would make it. If, <laughs> I would have made it if I made it there. And here I am. And I'm like, if only I had that Supra. <laughs> so notice what's happening, right? We can, we can have these experiences. We can have this, these things show up and we can make them wrong. What's wrong with me? I'm in a marriage. Why do I want to fuck that girl? <laughs> what's wrong with me? I got it fucking made. Why do I want to blow it up and think that that would be better, right? So we can, we can we want to shut it down and make it wrong, right? I'm having this thought. Fuck, I, it's not okay to have this thought. Let me turn the blade on myself. Mm. Something's wrong with me. Or we could simply get curious. That's interesting. Mm. That's interesting. I think the reason I turned the blade on myself a little bit is because I, I went too deep into the fantasy to the part where I felt like I was like, eh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? what's, what's too deep? How do you know it's too deep? Because, like, I, I don't know. There's just, like, I got, like, I got really amped up about it. Um, and not excited, but, like, it started the turn where I was, like, I was about to start getting, like, angry that I didn't have it now, you know? Like, like it was too, like um, – feverish like to like ah my precious you know like like why don't I have that now you know like uh like angry or anxious or something like that you know instead of just being like yeah someday I'm gonna have that super it's gonna be really cool that's gonna be that's gonna be really sweet when I open the garage like I I have those passing thoughts all the time and and it's I don't 
I don't judge myself for it because it's it's cool. That's, that's who I am. But I got I got upset at myself when I totally lost myself in that and didn't appreciate where I was. Got it. So for you, the it became wrong, bad, whatever, when it took you out of being able to appreciate what you already have. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Got it. And what if it could be like, wow, look, even when I'm in the midst of appreciate, you know, here in this place, there's still a part of me that wants this thrill, Mm -hmm. the excitement, the autonomy. Cause I actually see them as, as I want to help you get out of either or. The one, the one that you talked about, like being a father and going into the woods is very, it's very much in the love category, right? It's very much in the connection category. Mm-hmm. When you talk about a, a sports car, it's freedom. Mm. I'm in my fucking car. I drive as fast as I want. I'm going wherever the fuck I want. I'm going to be a lo- as loud as I want. I don't want you to confuse that if I just had more love, then I would feel free. Or if I just had enough peace, I'd feel alive. They're different. They're different. It's a both and. I can want to feel peace and I can also want to feel alive. I can want to have my connection and love, but also want to feel free. So we can get curious here and say, yes, I, I appreciate the relationships and the connections I got. And I really fucking want to feel excited and alive and do my own thing too. Not because my relationship sucks in this moment. I want to feel alive. Did you attach any meaning to that when you were coming out of the woods and you, and you saw that like I'm a bad dad or what? Was there any kind of a meaning that you judgment that you attached to it? Oh, what, like getting, seeing the other car and mm-hmm. they got wow. swept up in it? No, I mean, I got swept up. <laughs> I didn't even notice myself getting swept up in it until, it, until I was like so far down the, the fantasy that I could like taste sure. it. Yeah. And then, and then I snapped back and I wasn't, I wasn't too mean to myself. It was more like, it was more, I mean, I guess so. It was more like a, like, like, Hey asshole, pay attention. Like, here, look, look around you right now. Like, right. it's a pretty sweet gig you got here. <laughs> like, All right. So somehow, somehow yeah. that invalidates what you got, right? To, to want those things, it can, it can be, mm. trying, right? It can invalidate what you want. I remember early on in my marriage when I found myself, or I guess I think we were married. I found myself attracted to other women. Oh, it means I don't love my wife. If I want something, it means I, this other thing's bad or wrong. This is where we end up repressing ourselves. This is where we end up having resentments and getting pissed off and toxicity instead of, I want this and I want that. And can it be okay? I may not act on it, right? Like, yeah, I want to have sex with the waitress at the restaurant, but I also want to keep my relationship with Allison, keeping that healthy and strong is more important to me. So I can still want that though doesn't mean I'm bad. Mm. So what, watch what happens when these things come up and our reaction to it is like, oh, that's dangerous. Push that down. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Are there ways that I can address that in my life without making it bad or wrong? Because here's the thing. You're going to end up like fucking Tiger Woods, man. If you start to repress this shit and make it wrong, like you're going to find all this side door shit, side door ways to, to figure it out. I'm speaking to all of us here. Mm -hmm. I'd rather you have it above board and be like, Hey, I'm noticing this thought keeps coming up. What's a healthy way for me to experience this? We fixate on the outcome without addressing the thought. I'm coaching a guy right now. He's getting married next week. He was really fucking freaked out about getting married a few months ago. We were talking about it. And I said, what is it that you want to have? What's the thing that you think that a marriage is going to close the door on? And then finally he got to it. And he's like, I want to have a harem. <laughs> that was his big, deep, dark secret. He wanted a harem. He wanted to have multiple women that wanted to fuck him. And he wanted to be able to fuck them all at the same time. Just like one big pile of skin and flesh and wet. And just want to get in there. And marriage meant no more. And I said, so tell me what the harem represents. And, you know, we drilled in and the harem to him was excitement, mm. freedom, feeling desired, feeling wanted, feeling the peace that comes with, I'm not trapped, right? I've, I can do what I want. I said, what if, we, what if we talked about that? What if you went to your fiance and you said, I'm worried about my marriage, meaning that it's going to mean that I'm trapped. I'm worried that it's not going to be exciting, that it mean, getting married means no more excitement. I'm worried that getting married means I'm going to not feel desired anymore. These are important things to me. Instead of like, she's never going to go for the harem thing. <laughs> this is what he kind of came to me like, hey, can you help me with the harem thing? And I was like, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> But if we own that, then we can, we can get creative with it. We can do something with it. Instead of fixate, it's the car. It's this lover that I have one day. It's a harem. It's the fucking 300-yard drive. It's whatever. We get fixated on these things. Mm. And we create the false hope that that's going to be the thing that means we're done. Right? We, don't have to, we don't have to feel that tension anymore, that, that desire, that unmet need. Uh, I think I never uh, slow down enough to really get down to the kernel of what uh, those fantasies mean for me. I think that's the part where I just need to, I would like to get better at like the fantasy, not making the fantasy wrong, but actually seeing what, what's the thing that's important in about that fantasy. That's the part where I want to get better at. There's an experience there, right? Mm-hmm. Right. There's an experience there. So, so how do we use that as information? I've worked with some guys, especially some, some guys that were brought up Christian. And there's a, there's a part in the Bible where there's not a, the, the thought is a sin and they, man, they're in a real hell with that. Mm. So the, the thought comes up and it's just like, Oh my God, I, it's, as, it's as if I have done this terrible thing. So they wrestle with that. But Domingo Ruiz calls the sin. He says, if you actually look up the word, it, it means to turn on yourself. Hmm. turn on ourself like our big self like our, our our ability to love our ability to express ourselves who we really are in this in this in this lifetime so it's not about like oh we did something wrong and now this authority is going to come and beat us up my wife's going to come down the stairs and beat me up or whatever it is it's just like oh wow 
I've turned on myself, like my joy. I've turned against my love, my own sense of freedom. Here's what it is. Here's what's going on is, is that we can get better. I think Michael Neal said this and he got it from somebody else, but it, it, we can get better at finding ways to fumble fuck around in the dark. Mm. Oh, we can find the light switch. So we create all these fantasies, we create all these strategies, we create all these ideas that once we blah, 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 then we'll be better at fucking around in the dark. Or we can start to look at this mechanism as a whole and see like, oh, when I think this, that creates that. That's mm. the idea of flipping the switch. It's just like, it's not that we're going to stop thinking, but it's just we understand the, the process now. So when I have this thought, I can have the thought and like, look at that, look what shows up, right? but I don't have to spend 25 years of my life to become this successful blah, blah, blah in order to fucking get this. And then I'll finally feel loved and then I'll finally feel special. And then I'll finally feel, you know, people will finally want to hang out with me or whatever it is. I got to be able to hit the ball 340 yards. Like it's just, I can start to come back to it. Now you may still want to go and learn how to hit the ball 340 yards, but we don't have to attach something to it, right? Like that's the only way I'm lovable. And that's the only way I'm going to feel excitement. That's the trap. And after coaching so many people over the years, like they come to me and they say, I got to have this thing. And there's a part of it's like, I, I'm hearing it in the back of my head. Like, no, you don't. Like we can do that. And it's, it's not, you're going to, as soon as you get there, you're going to turn and want the next thing. Mm -hmm. So it's not that it's bad or wrong, but it's just recognize that when you finally get to the point where you can go backpack with your kid out in the woods, you're still going to want something else. It's just, mm -hmm. it's the game. It's mm -hmm. what we do here. So let's stop this idea that once I'm here, then I'm done. I shouldn't want anything else. It's wrong to want anything else. It's just we understand the game. Now, how much do we want to let this stuff then yank us along? Mm. I, I needed to hear this today, actually. So I'm just how come? Like on. what? What? Um, just because I'm. I don't know. I can get swept up in a bunch of different things. One being the judgment of that fantasy. Like I definitely can judge myself on that. And then just all of the, um, you know, the, it seems like some, some fantasies that have been there since I was a kid. So, and what that means, like, what is it like, why would I, I want to be a pro golfer thing, dominate my life for so long. Like what's the energy behind that? Or I want to be a super successful entrepreneur. Like what's actually behind that? What is behind it? <laughs> um, I think describe, how would you know you were a super successful entrepreneur? What's the, describe that, the metrics, right? Yeah. Uh, the metrics on that would be, um, making a, a, a pile of cash and how much having the autonomy, huh? How much? Um, take home $800,000 a year. That seems pretty successful. Okay. So in your world, I'm bringing in 800, I'm taking home $800,000. Mm -hmm. Right. And mm -hmm. what else? Um, I'm traveling, uh, <laughs> I'm traveling in my RV and um, I'm going to all these cool places to play golf and my business is running seamlessly. Mm. 
So the businesses continue to run and bring in more money without you. And you're just traveling from place to place playing golf. Mm -hmm. uh, keep going. So, um, so I think behind that is there's some freedom. Um, who's, who's in the RV with you? Uh, me, my wife. Uh, <laughs> sure about that? <laughs> Be honest. Be honest. Let's just go with the fantasy, right? Like if you were to just take the reins off, because this is where we start to hem it in. It's bad. It's wrong. It's greedy. I'm, I'm bad if I think this. So right. you're, in, you're making your 800 grand. Your business is running seamlessly. You're traveling around. Is your wife a part of that? Is your wife a part of that traveling around? For sure. Okay. All the time or does she come out on weekends kind of thing? Uh, mm, 65% of the time. And the other time I'm with my boys. Okay. Playing, uh, trying to figure out how we can play Augusta. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. And so now let's talk about the, uh, the emotional experience you think that's got, right? So when you're making that 800 grand and your uh, business is running seamlessly, tell uh, me what that, what that feels like. <laughs> uh, ease, uh, no worry. Mm. Um, uh, I don't know if it's an emotion of, uh, I've made it. Um, what is that? I made it. What's what? So if I made it, then what is it? I'm free from something or I'm special. I made it. Uh, probably I'm special. I made it. Look at me. Uh -huh. So ease people admiring me. We'll say that. Uh -huh. Well, it was the no worrying thing. Like no worrying, yeah. Okay. yeah. Like no anxiety, yeah. No worrying. So once I get to this place, I'm done, right? I've, I've, I've crossed the, this line, right? Mm-hmm. Geez, no worrying. I made it. I'm special. People are admiring me. Mm. But so you're out there playing golf. You're out there with your boys. What else? Feeling some love. I'm definitely feeling the love with my boys. Yeah. Uh, with my wife, like knowing that she's not worrying about stuff. So uh, she's happy. I'm happy. Is it fun? Oh, yeah. Fun for sure. I feel like in this fantasy, there's be a lot of laughter. Like just uh -huh. a lot of just fucking laughter. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm imagining that too. I imagine a bunch of guys cutting it up on the fucking golf course uh -huh. <laughs> ease no worrying i made it i'm fucking special people are admiring me i'm loved i'm feeling this connection with my with my friends with my wife i'm having fun there's a ton of laughter what else <laughs> i don't know it just feels i could like i feel like i feel it in my body right now and it's just fucking comfortable uh there's no okay i feel like there's no challenge no challenge. Um, yeah, I think that that's it. Yeah. So there's this place you can get to, right? When you're a baller entrepreneur. <laughs> this is the fantasy, right? Right. Yeah. But what it's really telling us is I just want to live a life without challenge. I want to know that everything's, there's nothing to worry about. I just, 
I want to know that I'm special, that, that I'm, I'm admirable. I want to feel love. I want to be loving with my friends. That, that is a free, just to express that freedom, that, that love. And I'm also getting, I'm receiving that love. I'm playing, like playing. My life is about play. My, play, my life is about laughter. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's, a, there's a thing in here. If I'm traveling around, there's new experiences. There's variety. Mm-hmm. Where are we going next? Like, is it an element of adventure there? Where are we going? Mm-hmm. Is, that what, is that what we're pointing towards? 100%. Okay. So I want to make sure it's not about the fantasy, right? Like the, the outcomes. Those, that's just a theory. Mm-hmm. It's a theory that says once I get to this, I'm going to get what I really want, mm-hmm. which is to have this freedom. I'm alive, man. I'm living my life. I'm out in the world doing my thing, right? I'm not trapped in some fucking whatever place where I'm drained and dying. I've got peace of mind. Nothing's, nothing's coming at me. Nothing's, come, nothing's out to get me. My challenges are taken care of. And there's love. There's a lot of love. A lot of connection. Does that fit? 100%. Yeah. So I want you to see that whether you're aware of it or not, that's inside of you all the time. Mm-hmm. That is every decision you make, every opportunity that comes your way is saying, well, is this going to help me feel more free? Is this going to help me feel more alive? Is this going to have me feel more at peace? Is it going to have me feel more loving? If it doesn't, you're going to be like, I don't know. Mm. Is this going to have me feel special? So if, we, if we're unaware of it and we're uninformed by it, we're going to do dumb shit. It's going to seem really like, what am I doing? <laughs> Why am I blowing this thing up? Why am I dragging? Why am I sabotaging? It's because there's a part of you that's saying, I don't think this is what's going to have me feel special. I don't think this is what's going to have me feel admired. I don't think this is going to have me feel peace. And if, if you're not conscious of it, yeah, you'll, you'll stop it. It's not playing for this. Mm. What you ultimately want. Even when we say, let's create your fucking empire and get you that 800 grand, you'd still be like, I don't know, because it might be challenging. I might fail and look <laughs> stupid, <laughs> right? Because this is what you're playing for, not the empire. Yeah, and it, it feels like <laughs> what I'm actually playing for is, uh, on that level, it's much easier to create than having to, you know, check all those boxes. Like, in a sense, it's here. Yeah, and like you said, the, the day-to-day decisions around those, those principles is what it's about. How do I create that? Maybe, you know, that's the important part. Not necessarily the 800,000, but that ease and the love and the, all of that. Yes. How do you drill down to get past the fantasy to the, 
actual stuff that's important? Like, how do you do that? Let's just make it a practice, right? I mean, this is where our meditation practice is key. Like, it's the self-awareness thing. But if we look at, you would take out a piece of paper right now and you just draw a line down the, down the middle. Mm-hmm. And on the left-hand side, you write down those outcomes, 800 grand, RV, playing Augusta, shooting 68. Like you just start writing all this shit down. And then for each line over, what's the experience? I think, I think, I imagine. It doesn't have to be rational. Mm-hmm. Harem, right? Mm-hmm. Like just you think that that's what's going to provide you. Mm. The place to start, what I'm getting from you guys is safety, freedom, aliveness, peace, love, and I would add significance. But I usually come back to freedom, aliveness, peace, and love. That's what we ultimately want. It's easier. It's, there's four. Mm-hmm. But there's another thing I think when you're starting out, there's a thing like I'll be safe then. I know if I got 800 grand, I'm safe. My business is running, I'm safe. And then the other one is I'll be, I'll be admired. I'll be significant. That's still another form of love. But a lot of people think of love like, oh, the people that are close to me and that, you know, dad, mm-hmm. mom, family. That. <clears throat> so we don't typically associate that sense of significance and admiration. Usually there's a hook in there. It's like, I'll love myself. Mm. It's deeper. Once I've done this and I've accomplished something, well, then I'll be worthy of my own love. So if you were to look at that, like if you just give yourself a palette, of those six things and you could go through and say, okay, here's where I think I would feel this. Oh, that's what I'm really seeking. E slash comfort, safety, right? Freedom. I feel alive, wind in my hair, turn on, sexual turn on, whatever it might be. Taking risks, peace, all is good. All is going to be good. Love. I'm loved. I'm with my people. I love. I'm able to love power freely. They're loving me back. And then there's, there's a piece in there about being significant, special. But that's a form of love too. And like I would just go through that list like every day when you start to fantasize. Because I know this is kind of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be here, so I blast off somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Oh, these are the things I'm wanting. Then you can start to look at it and be like, okay, I want to feel more alive today. I got a thing that says I'll feel alive when I do this. But what could I do today to feel more alive? Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to feel more peace today. Oh, you know what had me feel more peace? Like I'm avoiding this conversation with this dude. I'll feel peace on the other side. Like I need to just take care of this. Shit. Mm-hmm. I want to feel love. Let me call a bro. Let me set up a time. Let me get out and have some fun, some laughter. Mm-hmm. Freedom. All right. I got a bunch of shit to do, but I got an agreement with myself at three o'clock. I'm out of here. I'm going to the range. So then we start to have it today, not one day. We build it into the process. And then you may find that your ultimate goals start to change because you're not hedging everything on the end of some huge, some huge thing accomplishment. Mm-hmm. They actually start to they mutate. They'll, they'll, they'll evolve. They, they become something else. But you're creating what you ultimately want as you go instead of, boy, I hope I get there one day. Mm-hmm. Your commitment is not to the 800 grand RV Bros travel with me. Your commitment is to these experiences, freedom, alive, peace, and love. Mm-hmm. I, cre- I get up in the morning and I say, how am I going to create freedom, alive, peace, and love today? 
that can become the practice. What would have me feel more free today? What would have me feel more alive today? What would have me peace, love? Every day is going to be different. Mm-hmm. I already feel a lot of freedom. I got too much freedom in my schedule. I'm not, that actually has me feeling less peaceful because I need something to do. I need to challenge. I need to engage something. So let me go engage this thing. All right. But then you're, you're using these as ways to orient instead of, oh, I know, 800 grand a year. <laughs> That'll be it. Does that sound good? I mean, there's still, there's still harems and 800 grand a year and all the RVs and all that. There's still all of that out there if you want. But I'm saying why not both and? Mm-hmm. No, I feel, it, feels, uh, it feels really good to, to just slow down and figure out how you can create that today. It just feels doable. I'll put it that way. Like I, I can create love today, no doubt. If you stay in touch with that need, then that's the thing that triggers, right? You start to experience these thoughts. Like you just stay in touch with that. You start to, you, get, you stay curious about those thoughts. Then it's like, they, they're not like, oh, I'm such a dick for wanting this or whatever. It's like, okay, it's not that you really want to hear them. You just want to feel more free. Okay. So of course you want to feel free. You're a human. Having a human experience. And that's one of the things we most want is to be alive. Mm-hmm. Just, just laugh at the ways the brain comes up and says, "I got an idea." But we, the thing we want, that's the same across the board. It's just our the, the different theories we have for getting there. They're all, they're all going to be unique to us. But you want the same thing that the guy you hate wants. Mm. Mm. Ultimately, ultimately, you want the same thing the guy that you hate wants. So how, how different are we really? Let's bring this down to earth. What would that look like? What's it look like for you to suddenly realize that everything you're working towards, whether you're aware of it or not, are pointing towards, and we'll just keep it simple for now, some version of freedom, aliveness, peace, and love. Okay? If you want to switch out those words, that's awesome. Go ahead. Like, I don't, I'm not attached to that. But I've done this work a long time and find that those four buckets are they're, they're kind of the north, south, east, west. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, as you, and the reason why I don't say fulfillment, the reason why I don't say fulfillment, or the reason why I don't say thriving, <laughs> or one of these words, is you can be like, yeah, I guess I'm thriving. I should be fulfilled. Mm. It's too blanket of a term, right? Like, I think this is the bowl, like the bowl of thriving and the bowl of fulfillment, the bowl of actualization, right? These fit inside of that. But when, without this discernment, I can't look at my day and go, oh, I'm not fulfilled. Something's off. I can't look at my day and go, I don't like my schedule being this full. I need some freedom. I'm going to create some freedom today. <clears throat> right? I'm bored out of my mind. I'm going to create some aliveness today. I got some tension. I got this thing that's got to be taken care of. I'm going to steer directly into it. I'm going to create some peace. I'm isolated. I need to get out there and connect with my bros. That's where I feel that love too. So now with this discernment, I can start to look at things and I can drill in and say, okay, where you were in the woods, coming out of the woods and seeing the car, you were playing one side of these. Oh, I've got love. I've got a sense of peace, right? Like, and then that part of you that's wanting that freedom and aliveness was, got popped up. Mm. And you were like, what the fuck's wrong with me, man? I've got this love. I got this peaceful environment. 
And that party is like, yeah, but I'm not free and I don't feel alive right now. <laughs> mm. Fuck, man. Yeah, that, that fits. That fits. So if we stop making it wrong, we can go, okay, right? Because you can keep drilling down this road of like, I'm going to need to do this. But it's not going to address that, those other needs of like, hey, autonomy is important to me. Having mm. some fucking thrill. So no, that's, that's why I don't get, I don't just say, oh, fulfilled. Because there's a reason why you had that fantasy when you were coming out of it. And it wasn't wrong. Yeah. It wasn't wrong. So I'm going to end the group recording there. Let's talk about how to make this more practical. If you want to dive in and find out what's truly motivating you, what you're truly wanting in your life, then I have a simple exercise. It just requires a piece of paper or something you can write on. First, fold that piece of paper in half. And now on the left side, I want you to write down your current goals or the outcomes you really want to have happen in your life. Let your imagination run wild. Scare yourself a little bit. Write down how much money you'd like to have, write down where you'd live, write down what kind of work you'd be doing, the position you'd hold, write down the friends you want to have, the intimate relationship or relationships you'd want, write down all of the stuff you would love to see yourself doing and having in the future. Talk about the body you'd have, the stuff you'd be doing for fun, anything and everything you want to have happen before you die. There's no wrong answers here. Just make sure it's something that you can measure as an outcome, meaning it's something you could observe or measure. For example, a certain amount of money, a location to live, a professional title, what you would want somebody to say to you, what you want somebody to do for you, etc. Now, for each one of those items, on the right side of the paper, I want you to write I want you to write down how you imagine each of these outcomes would make you feel. We want to reveal the experiences that you're hoping you'll have based on these outcomes. Get a specific experience for each one of those outcomes. Now, remember, These fantasies are all just a theory. So like the guys in the group we just listened to, see if you can get in touch with what the money or the fancy house or the happy, healthy family is going to have you feel. The more specific you can be, the better. Because deep inside our minds, we've created a theory that says, if I have X, Y, Z, then I'm going to feel A, B, C. And that's where you get to fill in the blanks. If you want, you can create a little palette for yourself with experiences like feeling safe or comfortable or free or alive, lit up, turned on, excited, at peace, relaxed, ease, connected, loved, belonging, accepted, special, admired, whatever. Use whatever terms fit for you. I I tend to gravitate towards the basics, freedom, aliveness, peace, and love. What you realize may be uncomfortable. When you, when you do this exercise, you might, you might be a little uncomfortable to, fight, to figure out what's driving you underneath there. But see if you can do this exercise without judging yourself or what you truly want, because I believe we're far more powerful when we're willing to look at what's driving our desires. From this place, we can then make grounded decisions about how to respond. We can decide if this is how we want to live our lives. We can challenge the notion that we really need X, Y, Z in order to feel fulfilled. We can find healthier ways to scratch this itch, and this is going to make it less likely that we're going to do something reckless or stupid or hurtful or self-sabotaging. Now, once we've got a bead on the experiences we're most wanting to gain from these outcomes, we can start to look at the opportunities to allow those experiences to happen more today. Instead of hoping for some magical escape way out in the future, we can be responsible and act in the moment. If I'm feeling trapped, what will allow me to experience more freedom today? If I'm feeling drained, what will allow me to experience more aliveness today? If I'm feeling stressed out, 
What will allow me to experience more peace today? If I'm feeling isolated or distant, what will allow me to experience more love and connection today? Instead of waiting for some fairy tale to come true so that we can have the experiences we most want, we can train ourselves to see the doorways to those experiences today, or at least in the very near future. Now, there's no free lunch here. This this is going to be challenging because stepping into these opportunities and allowing those experiences into our lives may mean we're going to take some risks. We may need to get off our ass and do the work if we want to experience greater aliveness. We may need to stop blaming others for our disappointment if we want to experience greater love and connection. We may need to stop avoiding the situation that's stressing us out if we want to allow peace back into our lives. We may need to be bold and set some boundaries if we want to allow greater freedom into our day. Bottom line, this process is designed to help you find out what's really driving you, what's really driving your goals for the future, and give you a more direct pathway to the experiences you ultimately want. By doing this, you may find that you have a more lasting sense of fulfillment instead of depriving yourself in hopes that one day it's all going to work out. It's a practice. It's not set it and forget it. It takes effort. It will challenge us to take some risks. It will encourage us to step into uncertainty. I'm not going to paint some rosy new age bullshit picture that we're going to be free from effort and uncertainty and pain in this lifetime. But my desire is that this will help us enjoy more of the life that we have right now. Instead of fixating on a future that doesn't exist, I want us to access what we most want today. And we can do all of this while still building the future that we want to. I hope this has been helpful for you. This is just a taste of the stuff I do with my clients, and I'm writing about all of this in the upcoming book. Here's to all of us living with greater freedom, love, aliveness, and peace. Thanks so much for listening. If these interviews are helping you, then please visit The New Man on iTunes and leave us a positive review so others can discover the show more easily. Thanks for listening.